Warning, this podcast contains adult themes and bad language. What are you bringing to the table as far as conversational pieces? This is a podcast, so there's no physical activity required. Gay footballers. Okay, talk to me about gay footballers. Where are they? America. Right. Why? Because they've come out there, or one or two of them have. Where, where, are, all the, where are all the Premier League gay footballers? I actually think they don't come out uh, because of worry what the fans think. Because if you're a fan and you're homophobic and you say anything, you get a ban and a life ban and arrested at the same time. So long gone are the days of worrying about what the fans think. And we're, lo- we're long past the time where a gay footballer is going to get a nutcase fan running the pitch to uh, kick his head in. Um, so gay bashing at football is definitely not going to happen. The reason you don't see gay footballers is because of what goes on in the, in the locker room. That's why. Because I like rugby and other sports. There is still a working class area of masculinity. And maybe in those, this is just my faults, maybe in that area, um, uh, uh, is why you haven't seen uh, a player in um, Europe come out. Mm. And obviously in places like the Far East, um, the Middle East. You know you're wrong. Africa. Why am I wrong? Oh, I know exactly why there's no gay footballers. Why do you know there's no gay footballers? Uh, you know this, one? this is scientifically proven. Go on. It's the shoes. You cannot wear plastic shoes with knee-high socks. It just doesn't go, darling. Okay. <laughs> and that is why there are no gay footballs. No, do you know, mate, I do find it strange. I think it is the fans. I think all of the dressing... Oh, you see, you hear footballers come out and say, we know there's gay guys on the team. I've played on a team with a gay guy. Everyone in the dressing room knows. Everyone in the club knows. They just don't want it to come out. And it is the fans. A rugby player will happily come out as gay because he's not going to expect the abuse that you'll get as a gay guy. And I just think they're just, mate, why, why bother? Why do you need it? And also, it can also hurt. It can hurt your career. It's like a lot of pop singers don't come out as gay initially no. because it, it doesn't no. help sell albums. No, honestly. Look no. at the black no. guys. No. They, <laughs> the amount of abuse they get online and racism, right? If you were gay... You might. I don't actually think you'd get it in the ground. I just think you'd constantly have memes circulating and problems online and abuse. Well, okay, I'm not on social media. I've got. I haven't got much interest in social media, but I don't know. I don't know the percentages, but even the abuse players get, uh, racial abuse, it's probably tiny. It really is tiny, and they'll get a lot more support um, against the racists, then they will receive abuse. So it'll be, uh, the percentage will be uh, vastly different. And it'll be the same for a gay footballer if it comes out. So I, I definitely think it's the locker room. Um, because of, I, I just don't see, uh, especially English football, because it still has that masculine image of it being accepted in some locker rooms. I just don't, I just honestly don't see it. Um, and as for coming out as gay, being uh, harmful to your career, I actually think it'd be the opposite. I think financially, It'd be very lucrative. Oh, the first guy, the first, the first guy to come out as gay would get so much work, right? But then, what happens when you're the twelfth guy? 
you don't get that special contract. Uh, and well, and, and you just get you just get all the shit, mate. I just think. No, like, I just. No, 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 no. What I did Hitzelsberger say, say about it? Why didn't he come out? I don't know. I've never. I've, I know. I know he come out as gay, but I've never looked at it more because I don't care. Because I can't wait for the first player to come out, get it over and done with, um, and then uh, they'll be held as a pioneer, a, a great for what they did for being brave and all that luck, and then it's done. And then that whole circus that will surround that will be gone. Then it, it, that that first player will always be uh, John, the um, West Ham player who come out as gay, the gay footballer. That's what it'll always be in the press and throughout history. But what I would rather remember John as, John was the, the West Ham player, successful. I know those two words don't usually go together, but that's how I would like it to be. And I think what happens now is because there's such a spotlight on especially famous people when they do something as monumental as that, it's just, it becomes a circus for the rest of their life. So if it, if it happens, get it over and done with, normalise it so the, the, the behaviour of the locker rooms change um, and then we can just get all our lives. Mm. That's, that's how I honestly think it's the, the locker room because if if you're caught saying something homophobic online and your identity can you can be identified that's your job you've got a criminal record it's just ridiculous so I don't see it being widespread where uh, people are going to be stupid enough to, to put stuff online mm. and if they are well then that's what happens to them because it goes against what they believe I bloody love it mate imagine the England captain Harry Kane comes out as, a, as, as gay tomorrow right the gay community scores, yeah, scores, the winning, scores the winning goal in the World Cup against Brazil. Absolutely love it. How many, uh, how many Christians do you know? Few, quite a few. I don't know any. I know, I know a, dev- a couple of devout ones. I know a, a reborn Christian. I haven't spoken to a Christian since 2010 and the reason i know this is that christian was one of my mates from northern ireland who moved to Australia. so you're talking about a properly practicing christian who go who goes to church no, and no 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 the, the he was a protestant by birth i don't think he followed the word of christ to the letter i think his church was linfield football club but that's the, as close to relationship with a Christian as I've ever got. Who did you have? At your, uh, who did you have um, conduct your ceremony at your wedding? Then it, it was not non-religious. You had a, hu- a humanist person, uh, just a non-religious one. Okay. Yeah, oh, mate, I went cat, to a, cat, I, I went to a christening like six months ago. I think the Christians, I think the Catholic weddings, they love a sing song that lot. Uh, and the thing is, I'm the only person there ain't got a clue what the words are i know you get the little book but i don't know the rhythm either. oh i love so that sitting there... i love that in church <laughs> and then everyone knows the chorus it's like mate it's... but people do hear me just go no you're like it's like when you're watching a a football team line up a national Duty. Yeah, the, and the, the Welsh team. No, the perfect one's the Welsh team because most of the Welsh team are English. Oh, and brilliant. Their national anthem's in Welsh. 
And what you do is you see the the, the, Wel- the actual Welshman in the team belting out Land of My Fathers mm. uh, and confident, proudly singing their national anthem. And the rest of them, obviously, from England, just moving their lips. They're probably not saying anything. There's no noise coming out. But they're looking at the ground and it's just like the lips moving. That's me at a wedding. I ain't got a fucking clue. My, my family is half Jewish and half Scottish Protestant. And um, the, the Jewish side sort of died out uh, when my nan discovered bacon. Oh, I, I thought uh, you were going to say during a different period. <laughs> <laughs> that might have happened if they're the Thank same. God. They're, Ooh, all, uh, they're all... They're all... For, my heritage on that side is all from Eastern Europe yeah. um, and the other side Scottish. But there's no way on earth that I'm ever going to be that interested in it. And I've, I've cats told me off of this in the past for being a little bit disrespectful. A cat told you off? No, she's told me off for one thing. Who? Because when, Pause. when meeting... Hey? You said... You said and cat, cat my wife. And a cat told me off. Oh, you're no, right. And Thanks cats, for clearing it yeah, up. And cats have... Yeah, yeah, and Kat told me off because I refused to call a priest father. It's not happening. I, I always, my idea of getting married would have been probably by Elvis Presley in Vegas. There's no hymns there, but there's a bit of JLS rock going on. That'd do me. Oh, oh I love it. Drive through, and you can get like a McDonald's while you wait. Exactly. I said to Kat, I said uh, for our um, 10th year uh, wedding anniversary, because we've been together for 10 years, five for those, Barry. Uh, in five years' time, uh, I said, uh, you, got to, you got the wedding, I get the vows renewal, and we're going to see Elvis. Or whatever's there at the time, I might change my mind. If I've got Elvis the chipmunks, who's going to prepare to marry, I'll do that. I'd only do the vow renewal thing if it could be comical. Well, exactly, that's my point. Yeah, like fancy dress. But I mean, me, uh, like, as in fancy, like, I'd do it in Star Trek outfits. I'd love that. I would... What about you? Would you ever walk down the aisle one day? No. If Not she interested. was rich. If she was rich, I would. So would you Would you fancy yourself as being like the male version of Anna Nicole Smith um, and marrying like an old bloke who was a wealthy, a very wealthy... I love that. I love like Richard um, Rupert Murdoch. Do you remember when the man threw the shoe at him? Right, and it was no. Do you not remember someone threw a shoe at him, and 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 during a, a here um, during the hacking scandal, and his uh, Oriental girlfriend at the time, who was like twenty five, attacked attacked the attacked the shoe thrower, and um, and he's already dumped her. He's he's moved into the next one. She, she got too old. How many millions has she got tucked away? They aren't stupid. Rupert Murdoch isn't an idiot. They know what's going on. It's a trade-off. It's the girlfriend experience. It's worth £5,000 a day for the highest class woman you can get. Absolutely stunning. She pretends to be in love with you, does everything for you. And at the end, you pay her off a tiny percentage of your huge fortune. Hold up a minute. Right, let's imagine you're 80 years old. You're very, very rich. Yeah. And, you know, at best you've got 10 years left. Are you going to want to spend that 10 years pretending that you've got any interest in this woman on your arm? I'm struggling now to get the old boy up. 
What the fuck am I going to be like when I'm 80? I don't know how I'll be thinking at 80. I mean, I'll be too... I haven't got that, that, that energy, I don't think, to put up with anyone under the age of 40. But... Um... Well, 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 well. The only people I'm going to be able to put up with under the age of 40 uh, when I'm 80, assuming I get anywhere near 80, is members of my family. I go out now and young people annoy me. And I'm not old. I'm, I'm bordering on middle age, but I'm not there yet. But, oh, oh, young people out and about, Jesus. You listen to a talk and you're thinking, what a dickhead. What a bunch of dickheads. And to anyone listening, that is, that is all old, all young people, turn off now. If you're under the age of 40, just turn off now. <laughs> I'm not even 40. I'm, I'm only like, no, it's, it's, like, uh, it's, it's one of my favourite things about the young, the young people. Mm. There's another reason I'm not on social media. Mm. Wherever they go, they'll have to take a picture in the moment. Look, I'm having a beer. Got to take a snap of that. I, I, I'm standing outside a club. Let's take the picture. Or you go into a concert or a football match. I've seen like a Japanese tourist. Everyone's the Japanese tourist now. Everyone, as I'm getting a bit older... The, the type of woman that I'm into is a uh, more confident... Gets younger. ...older woman. Ah, no, you it's not for me. you? No, no, because it's that sexually confident. That's something that will turn me on now. A, a young bird who um, wants to take pictures every time, it probably take a picture while she's on top um, of herself doing a fucking pose. Um, but a, a, an old woman who's been there and done... I'll hold the camera, before. mate. <laughs> Uh, um, no, I, I, I could concentrate. I'd, I'd, lose, I'd lose interest I'm, I'm completely with that. with you. I'm completely with you. Now, I said if I ended up single again, I was looking at an age range and I was saying, 30, I'm 36. There is no way in hell I'd go anywhere near under the age of 25. They are, they literally... 25? Li- under the age of 25 is on another planet. They, they, as you said, everything needs to be photographed, filmed. Everyone needs to know what, whether they've had a shit that morning, you know, I just, it, it, people don't care. Get over oh, I, it. I, I, uh, 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 yeah, it's just, it's not for me. Um, people live their lives online. I, I don't understand it. I, I understand it if you're doing it professionally um, or you're someone of influence. I know I've learned the term influencer recently. Um, quite ridiculous, but I, I've, I've learned what it's about. But, other than that, I mean, I thought it was, when I first started using social media, say Facebook, mm. sharing stuff with your actual mates. And I remember at one stage, I ended up with 200 odd people as friends on Facebook. And I'm thinking, I don't know 200 odd people. I've passed a couple of these people or been acquainted with them briefly. And all of a sudden, well, we're friends on Facebook and they're commenting on everything I put up there. Uh, it's just not real. So, that is the rule. That is the, the rule for me is this is this is how I see the rule about Facebook friends, right? If you were if you were at an airport in a foreign country, so it's quite a unique experience. Not like you saw them on your street outside your house. You're at an airport in a foreign country and you saw that person, would you go over to them and say hello? And that for me is no. the rule. Now what's odd is I was actually in an airport that's a few years, probably about five years ago, and I saw someone I knew, and they're on Facebook, and I'm on Facebook, and we we don't have each other as friends. And I went straight over to him. I was like, "What? 
the hell are you doing here? And he was with his missus at the time, and I'm chatting to them. And we had a good 15-minute chat. Someone passed my rule, and I don't even have them on Facebook, and I could. And it's one of those where there's no point having someone on there. You saw him in the airport, and you'd go, oh, I'm not going to go and say hello to that person. This is why, why do you need to know what they've been up to, or what they think or, or do? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, there are people out there that I've met that has been an instant hit off, uh, and that bond's been built. Um, it's Stiles' cousin um, in Canada. Uh, we stayed with her and her fiance, Tyler, and me and Tyler got on from the off. Really, really genuinely nice bloke. Um, similar wavelength, similar sense of humour, up till five o'clock. I think we were there for three nights every night, um, drinking heavily and laughing like school children. And it's perfect. Um, and if I had a Facebook, it'd be one of the first people on it. Oh, but friend. It Canada was a friend. friend. <laughs> yeah. Do you know yeah, what, though, right? <laughs> what happens if when you left, right? And sometimes, because I definitely, you know, someone that really wants to be your friend. Don't have to name that person, but there'll be someone who really wants to be a friend that messages you a lot, always stops to talk to you in the corridors, and you don't give two fucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it because sometimes I've realised I'm that guy with other people. Like I'll go, like, mate, what are you around? Like, I'm in your area. No reply. Two days later, <laughs> oh, sorry, mate, I missed your message, and then you, and then you finally get round to it and go, yeah, he don't give a shit. And um, yeah, I wonder if Tyler, the minute you left Canada, was like, "Fuck me!" <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I'm glad that I, I couldn't understand a word he said. I'm so glad he's gone. I'm so glad. Talk, spoke bollocks. I'm so glad Derek's so, left. Who's I? Derek? Wasn't that his name? <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. He's <laughs> really, really nice bloke. But it does happen where you're fond of someone, and they're not quite as fond as you. So. Um, that bond is disjointed, but uh, I haven't had that for a long time. I, again, uh, one of the things uh, I'm finding as I'm getting older is, uh, uh, and this has come up recently, I'm not going to get into, well, I'm less tolerant of certain things. So if I feel like I'm getting a cold shoulder with someone, then I just go, well, that's that. Thank you very much. Don't need to muck about with that anymore. And the good thing is with age is that you're prepared to make those steps and think, uh, I've done all that drama. I've been involved in all that now. I, I was young and stupid and did silly things. I got myself into trouble. Uh, you just don't need to do it anymore. You just go, right, you're gone. It's next. And what I have found, even through some adversity, is that those that are close to you and stuff like that, they become closer and you end up being better mates. And that's a nice thing at the same time. So I think that's starting to happen now. Um, we're a good example of this. With we go months without talking to each other at times, mm. and this is from my perspective. But when we do talk, it's natural; it's not forced. I don't feel like oh, it's boring. I can't wait to get away and stuff like that. There are people that are like that, and I go, mm, the connection's not there. I wish, I, I wish I could be a bit. Um, I wish I could have that bond with someone, but I don't have that bond with someone. So then my. In, late stage intolerance comes in and I just start blanking them or tell them now I'm not coming out and doing stuff. I'm kind of, I, I, I don't know if you're I, I, I'm, I'm with you, but I, 
I kind of miss, uh, I don't miss the, I, I see group, big groups of people when I, when I kind of walk around London, especially kind of Hackney area, right? And there's like, you see like big group of 20 somethings all laughing and chuckling and having a great time. And I'm, I miss, I do miss those times. And you know, deep down, like they're not, they, these aren't the world's best friends, but I do miss that camaraderie. But what I really, really miss is sometimes you see a couple and it must be, I don't know if it's the honeymoon period. I can't imagine they've been together 10 years and they just like cannot take their hands of each other. I can't take their eyes off each other. Absolutely brimming with love and desire. And um, yeah, even though you, you wouldn't trade in what you have with your wife, for example, it is always a shame to me that you'll never get that back. I see. I'm lucky because me and my wife haven't lost that. It's only yesterday, last night, we was having a water fight in our living room. We we still get on. We you get on really well. even? No, I'm not saying. I'm not talking about getting on or even loving each other. It's nothing to that. I mean the crazy first period where you have sex, you know, five times a day. That kind of thing. Oh, that don't happen. That right. kind of thing. That's it. Too much effort now. Um, yeah, you know when when um when Boris Johnson today did his news conference saying they're going to release lockdown. You know, I said to my partner, "Does that mean we can start having sex again?" And she said, "No." <laughs> you see, so that that's what you've got to look forward to, kids. Again, if you're under the age of forty, turn off now. Um, I actually wanted to ask you what you're most looking forward to doing when more normality resumes and make it uh, fun uh, uh, this is i can't not I, I can't. I'd, I'd really like to go and see my granddad's grave again in the churchyard i might no, buy no, a new no. pen and my pen's collections really run low all i want to do is i want to go to the football with the boys mm. um and oh, fuck the game could give two shit i want to get drunk and have a laugh I want to get absolutely wrecked and then probably end up on the train back to Liverpool and have an heart attack on the way back. But I tell you what now, if I'm going to go out, that wouldn't be a bad way of going. No. Because I've had fun. And now, obviously, I live in the north now. So I'm 250 miles away from West Ham. But it's carte blanche. And she, right, so this weekend, she'll check the fixtures herself. Mm. Oh, you've got, you've got, I don't know, I think this is the most boring game in the league. You've got Burnley at home. You've got Burnley at home. You're going down for it? Yeah, I'm going down for it. All right, well, in that case, I'll, I'll see you Sunday. Thank you very much. I'll leave the house about five o'clock on Saturday morning because mm. the train's cheaper. I get giddy on the train. I pull into Euston Station about 8.15. I Because I don't like the underground. I get a bus to, to Bow, 2.05. I'm back home. I'm on my own patch. I'm more than excited. Can't wait. I'm there. Get giddy. I'll go and see family for a little bit. Um, and then come back 12, 1 o'clock, I'm starting to make my way to the ground, or well, the pub. And I'm going to meet some of my pals there, and I'm just going to chew the fat, sit there, being silly, talking, having fun, uh, having drinks. Then the game will happen, that will pass, and then the same will happen after the game as well. It's car blanche to see your mates, and it's fantastic. Do you know what, and you can be silly. Do you know what I want to do? It's, it's, uh, go on. There's been no variety during lockdown at all. Um, it's no. been really stale. 
what I'm really, really, really looking forward to is 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 just a few more shops that I can go and steal from. Um, <laughs> and I've been shoplifting almost daily from Asda because there's nothing else. Yeah. There's nothing else to nick. And I just, mate, I just all I just cannot wait until they reopen all the fancy shops. Your Selfridges, you like your, your Hugo Boss, you know, where you get to go in and actually feel the quality of the item you're, you're putting into your four line bag. I, I've had enough of nicking meat and cheese. It just doesn't, it just doesn't sell the same. Um, I'm also looking forward to, to cinemas reopening quite a lot. Oh, well, are we talking the pornographic ones? No. Not the sticky, your sticky seat cinema. You could probably still get into. No, I'm um, the last. <laughs> the last. <laughs> you wouldn't want to go in there where there wasn't a two meter rule. Trust me. Um, <laughs> no, mate. I want to go. I, I miss the cinema when you used to go back and 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 you'd watch a you'd watch a, a new films come out. You know, the new James Bond films out, that kind of thing, and everyone wants to go and see it. And you're one of the first people going to see it, and then you can put on Facebook the ending and fuck it and ruin it for everyone. I love that. <laughs> um, I remember the last time I was in the cinema before lockdown, and there was this this girl behind me. Now, I I think she did have a magic genie. I do, Scott. Right? She definitely She's rubbing that lamp. No, nah, she definitely had three wishes right and one of those wishes that she'd made was for an unlimited packet of popcorn because this entire fucking film mate her <laughs> hand and her mouth was just eating this popcorn um and i so i don't miss that so it'd be nice to go back and actually experience the cinema with proper cinema goers who are who are as equally keen as as i did you go to the cinema at all during the COVID period when we're not in lockdown? It's, it's oh, for I, I, the only mate. The only time I go to the cinema now, I have to take the kids. So, okay. and, and the worst thing is, it's not like other things you take kids to where adults don't have to pay. They fucking charge you. They charge you eight quid. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't want to watch Paw Patrol. Pause on pause in demand. <laughs> Oh, Why are you charging me? Jesus Christ! Anyway, <laughs> look, 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 but I, I have hated the whole lockdown thing. But one thing I did discover that was brilliant about it was lock, uh, sorry, um, COVID cinema, because there is no one sitting next to you. Ah. You haven't got the prick on their phone. Ah, um, good. You haven't got. There's nothing worse, and I get angry in the cinema. Um, when people aren't watching a film, especially if, if it's an action film with Crash Bang Wallet with a background, I couldn't give a toss. But if I'm watching a film, I really want to see. They had that one at the Triple um, X Cinema the other week. Crash Bang Wallet Toss Toss Toss. But go on. Yeah, it sounds a bit of me that I'll go there. Uh, but one thing that annoys me more than anything in the cinema, I could, I could do with people looking at their phones and the light coming back over me because um, there's a big light in front of me, the screen. One thing that does annoy me is when I can hear this, I get this ticking ASMR. thing in my ear. So, I, yeah, 
only yeah, it's only this time asleep. It's putting him to sleep. Yeah. No, it's not. It's make I'm turning the Incredible Hulk because the more that tingle in my ear, I, I can't stand whispering anyway. The more that tingle builds up my ear, the more angry I'm getting because I'm trying to watch a film and my attention's being diverted to the bits and pieces of the conversation I can p- pick up with some fucking um, bloke is trying to impress his girlfriend by annoying me in the cinema by talking. But I can't stand that. So the advantage of COVID cinema is you're spaced out. People all over the shop because you're not allowed to sit next to each other. I like it. So you don't get there. Yeah, we, yeah but the thing... So one of the most annoying things is the screen. So someone someone five rows in front of you goes on their phone because their their Facebook update is more important than, than, than the um, James Cameron's choice of... Um, uh, you know, f- f- shot or scene for the development of the plot at that minute, and what it just it just drives you nuts. Actually, at home we've got a a cinema rule in place for all movie watching, and uh, so mm-hmm. so it's kind of like if you catch your partner on their phone during the film, it's you get one of the looks, mate. It's like being in the cinema. It's like, oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. We've, we've only got one rule, and that's no talking. But uh, Kat will have, uh, invariably have the little mouse and the wheel running around. She'd tell me about something that happened on TikTok. Oh, for fuck's sake, try and watch this. But in a cinema, oh, I'm the worst person to go cinema with because I've got no interest in having a conversation before. Even during the adverts, I'm fine. But the, trailers, the minute the trailers start, I need silence. I've got no conversation. I've got no interest in having a conversation before during or after the film. Meet me at the cinema at 7.45. Do not talk to me. Walk into the oh, cinema. Yeah, exactly Do not it. sit near me. And when the film ends, fuck off. It's, it's, it's the most unnatural place to have a conversation. It's dark. There's lots of people sitting around you. They've got that crunching noise and you've got the unravelling of packets. You've got noise coming out of speakers that hurts your ears. And you've got that big, bright screen. What, what goes through someone's mind that goes, Artie, what? Um, I could have gone to the pub. I could have gone anywhere. Uh, but I've come in to have a conversation. I, I know what it... No, oh. it's generally what it... It's young, it's young people. Because they, they don't care because they're the centre of the universe. Or it's, peop- it's yep. people on dates, mate. The whole movie is, is, a, is a precept. It's the lubrication to, to having sex. So, is it bull? Is it fuck? Because why would you go to the cin- Why would you take a date to a cinema? I've never had this idea because you don't talk, you don't get to really know each other. If you've got to take a date to the cinema, you probably you don't like her or whatever. You are probably thinking of a bunk up, but it's got to be the worst way to turn a girl on to get in the bed when you don't have a conversation with her. Because mm. all they want is that conversation. Want that they want that intimacy, and all you're doing is paying attention. What if she's to, uh, really hot uh, but really boring? It is the it well, is the, the best place to take her. Oh, I got to you think, there. What, what do you... No, 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 I've never been in that position. Um, Did I? I, so, I haven't told I, you. Do you remember the girl I dated called the Egg? Oh, I like the sound of this one. Do you remember Egglay? No. So I saw that girl called Egglay, who's um, I think she was from like Estonia. Right, and uh, started chatting to her online, 
and um, chatting her up online, blah, blah, blah. Having a really good chat online. I was like, let's let's move this into the real world. What are you kind of into? She says she's into, like, cinema. I said, hey, hey, right, let's go cinema. Took her West End, mate, West End. Not mucking, oh, ar- not mucking around, mate. Not mucking around. You know, I'm a young, young. I'm a, in I'm a young, <laughs> I'm a young chap, mate. You know, not mucking around. And uh, God, West End, seventeen quid a ticket. And this, mate, <sighs> this is this is a good. Oh God knows, ten years ago, right? Seventeen quid a ticket, ten years ago. So I pay seventeen quid for these tickets each, I'm and. I meet the egg, meet the egg outside the outside the cinema, Leicester Square. Say a quick hello. Oh, she's gorgeous, mate. Absolutely gorgeous, right? Go straight in because we I've timed it nicely. Do you know what I mean? Nice not get there nice and late. Don't watch don't watch the advert. Straight in, film's cracking on. So we watched the Guy Ritchie Sherlock Holmes film. It's okay. quite wordy, being Guy Ritchie. And Sherlock Holmes, right? A lot, lot, lot of, a uh, lot of talking. It's about two hours, fifteen minutes long. Uh, I had a great time. Had a couple of looks over to her during the film, smiling away. Seems like she's enjoying herself. Right? Film ends. Come out of the cinema. Say, do you want to grab a drink? She nods away. Yeah, crack on. Let's go into a pub. Realise doesn't speak a word of fucking English. You couldn't, mate, you couldn't make it up. No, genuinely. No, hang on, how, how did you get the date down in the first place? So... You, you Google Translate for Lithuania or whatever she was. She must have had a mate who was either... A mate was doing all the writing for her or, or yeah, a bit of, bit of the old Google Translate because she didn't speak a word of English. So the whole date was... So... What do you think of uh, what music do you like? Yes. Hang on. No, 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 no. More yes. important question. A more important question. She don't speak a word of the Queen's. No. Look, look. She can't get a, a full sentence out of our beloved language, and she sat through two and a half hours of a wordy Sherlock Holmes film. Yeah, bless her. Bless her, cotton Fantastic. Socks. And she was staring at the screen the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely fun. loved it. Wow. It, that's <laughs> impressive. Mate, I felt so bad. I felt so bad. I just, because I can't imagine, right, without subtitles, sitting for a, a film that's two and a half hours long without understanding a single word. How did she get through it? I mean, I've got no was idea. Really, she was really, lovely, really nice girl, but, but my God, mate. I mean, was it was it was you touchy touchy with each other? Was there any physical contact? Was there something for her to look forward to other than sitting there uh, in complete sort of um, confusion as to what's going on? Well, it got to the point where after I asked her whether um, whether she liked food, and she said yes. Yeah, I reckon most people do, to be honest. <laughs> That, oh, 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 one of my, oh, I, love, I love a bit of food, me. Yeah, partial with a bit of food. It was at that point that I knew that talking wasn't wasn't going to really get us very far. So I think we just kissed for the rest of the date. Um, 
uh, and took them to McDonald's. Anything that keeps the, the conversation to a minimum. <laughs> yeah, and that was it, really. I think I saw one more time after that. Um, oh, English and yeah. improved. Yeah, book reading class. <laughs> and that was the end. Hey, uh, 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 how long did the date continue after the film? Oh, an hour. That's a long time still. Well, you're basically you're spending uh, like the rest of the day just sitting and nodding at each other and yeah. using the word so. Uh, did you do the English thing as well? It's where you're, uh, you're talking to someone from a foreign country. You speak slowly and loudly. Or you do things like, do you like food? But we're doing the hand gestures as well. Like, yeah, the knife and fork around, you fill in your mouth. <laughs> no, so certain things, yeah, I think they can just pick up. But, uh, no, I do like it when English people do that. So, like, you go down to reception and you're in, like, Thailand and you use a word they don't know. Do you have an iron? And they don't, <laughs> they don't know what... And you go, you just say, instead of showing what an iron is, no, you just go, iron! <laughs> An iron. Yeah. Good, good. What's wrong with that? Ah, <laughs> oh, Scott. That's it. It's that condescending sort Scott. of laugh. Yeah, Scott. You're, you're perfect to it. In uh, fact. Li- listen, um, <laughs> I, uh, I, um, I'm convinced my ex-wife is um, putting super glue on my air pistols. All right, go on. Um, she denies it, but uh, I'm sticking to my guns. Wee, boom, tish. Yeah, <sighs> that's a good one, that. 